Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome back to My Disney Addiction. Disney Detective Greg. Your ghost host, number one ghost host, Chris. Yes. Hey guys, how are you doing? It was quite a rough one last time. Rough in terms of video. Video. I mean, the conversation was great. Loved it. Um, but now you can see us, and we can hopefully hear from you that you can see us, in yeah. fact. So the thing was, last time we got all of the recording done, everything was good to go, and then all of a sudden... Spirits dashed. Yeah, the video did not seem to record. That did not go well. I know, but we double, we triple checked everything. The video was fine. It just took a little bit for the audio to to actually come up to par and actually work. So everything seems to be working now. I'm, I'm seeing all great things, you know, continuing, so. Our computer is showing us right now that we are good to go here. Yes, red means record, it's not bad. Yeah. All right. So we're gonna be continuing this month with our Marvel um, kickoff, um, you know, series. We're gonna be doing kind of like we said, <clears throat> overarching Marvel theme for this year. Tons of Marvel movies. Um, always it's quite the daunting good. task. Honestly. Oh, Lord, dude. I think it's going to be... Um, it's going to be interesting. Because I think there may be some... I mean, I know there are some other Marvel movies coming out. Uh, like Morbius is coming out with Jared Leto. Um, oh, that's still happening? Yep. Yep, Okay. that's happening. And okay. then uh, the uh, Scarlet Witch... Not Scarlet, yeah, Scarlet Witch and uh, Vision. No, right? Scarlet no. Witch and uh, Doctor Strange. Strange. Yeah, yeah, I think it's like into the. Mad, it's something with madness. It's Ma like it's like a deep pull yeah. out of the comic book. Or like Universal Madness or oh, Multiverse Madness. Yes. And then there's the um, uh, oh my gosh, what's her name? Scarlet Johansson's character. Oh yeah, Black Widow. The Black Widow. Uh, solo movie. Solo movie. Yeah. Um, so that's happening. So there are a bunch of other Marvel movies coming out. I mean, so there's not going to be any um, lack of movies going forward with Marvel. No. I mean, they're going to definitely want to try to cash in on that cow for as long as possible. That's yes. that's no, no lie there. Nope. Um, but last week we started off with Iron Man. I mean, Iron Man. you can't really go wrong with Iron Man, can you? No, no. I mean, this is like a great segue into what we're talking about now. It was the perfect foundation for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Perfect. It was perfect. Lightning in a bottle. Again, it was just a Cinderella story. Everything seemed to go off perfectly. I mean, yep. you, you had the lead actor who just struck stardom again. He found his niche. He found his character. Yep. He yep. played Tony Stark so well. The story was engaging, entertaining, and left the audience with more after the the, uh, the movie ended, especially with the end scene. And we talked about that, how now Disney has conditioned all of us fans to wait through the long credits mm -hmm. just so we can get the sneak peek of maybe a little bit of a, a tease into what the next movies will entail. Yeah, so I think one of the things that we're going to be talking about today, obviously, is the next movie that came out. So, okay, technically not the next movie that came out. So what's going to happen is we're going to end up bypassing uh, Edward Norton's um, The Incredible Hulk. Yep. Uh, not because we hate Ed Norton. I mean, no. he was good in American History X. Well, I mean, just The Incredible Hulk was a good movie. Yeah, I'm just saying. I enjoy like, it. I'm just saying, like, we're skipping that one because everybody's used to uh, Mark Ruffalo's um, Hulk. Yeah. So, and, and really, when anybody thinks of the MCU, nobody thinks of that one really no no it was just like it's just that distant cousin who was just like hey you know what about me or like we're in a different universe entirely yeah so we're gonna bypass that one and we're gonna jump to um, mm. Iron Man 2 the sequel yes sequel to Iron Man so Greg why don't you go ahead and tell us some of the people and characters that they play yeah. in the movie. So the cast is as follows. Of course, you have Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man and Tony Stark. Yep. One and the same now, since the world now knows that he is that strapping superhero in gold and red. Oh my goodness. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. 
<laughs> then you have Pepper Potts, who's played by Gwyneth Paltrow. Um, she's as feisty as ever. Um, you see Colonel Rhodey, but this time it's a different actor. It's what? not Terrence Howard. It is the Don Cheadle. Donald Cheadle. Oh my god. In the flesh. The, uh, the kind of uh, backlash that kind of happened from that. Yes. Well, I mean, as a, a, a little side ch- tangent here, I did hear that I believe John Favreau was the director yep. of Iron Man and Iron Man 2. Um, he and Disney, well, not Disney, but Marvel wanted. Don Cheadle to play Rhodey first and foremost for the first movie, but there was some scheduling conflict or Cheadle couldn't, you know, um, find the time with his current busy schedule. So then they decided to hire Terrence Howard. And then, you know, after that happened, you know, I think Terrence found out that, well, they're still secretly pining for Don Cheadle, that there was this sort of tug, tug of war and very awkward tension going on that led to the eventual casting like the recasting of Colonel Rhodey into yep. Marvel's first choice of Don Cheadle and personally I did like Terrence Howard's portrayal of Rhodey a lot better than Don Cheadle's yes, yes. I mean just just in for some me. ways in some ways um, I would say he seems a lot more of a intimidating physical presence yes then don Cheadle. yeah see don Cheadle, his portrayal of roadie always sort of i think gave off a maternal instinct or quality like yeah. he was always looking after tony and he was more softer you know? just softer not more softer that's not sorry yes i know i'm i'm doing a double affirmative or whatever that is yeah. um yeah just softer yeah so i think i agree with you i think um Terrence Howard yeah I know but I think Terrence did a better oh. job than than Don just I, I, I don't know I feel like Terrence like he just has a more physical stature that kind of you know as a military guy I'm, not, I'm, I'm trying to say this with you know some respect here I feel like he comes across much more like a physically and in a presence sense more don't mess with me, Tony. Like, yeah, you may have the smarts, but don't mess with me. Yeah, but yet you secretly know that he cares for Tony. Yes. That if Tony doesn't mess up or doesn't listen to him, like it's not the end of the world. He won't walk away, even though he will threaten it or he will. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I don't know. Don Ch- uh, Cheadle just doesn't seem like like you said. He seems more like a paternal kind of person. Yeah. Um, keep going. That's right. Okay, so back on track with the list of cast. Uh, we also have Paul Bettany as the voice of Jarvis. Yep. Um, and then we see a new character come in. Uh, Black Widow, Scarlett Johansson. I forget what... Oh, Natasha. That's right. Natasha Her, Romanoff. Yes, her real name's Natasha Romanoff. And then you she have... She plays Natalie as the uh, secretary. Yes. Yeah, the secretary who, who definitely knows her own around a boxing ring. Oh, you yeah. know what she I mean? Just, <laughs> she destroyed Happy. Completely. That's actually one of my favorite scenes. I could just sit back and have a little good chuckle on. Um, of course, Happy. Happy Hogan, played by John Favreau. Um, you have Sam Rockwell, who who plays Justin Hammer. He's sort of like Tony Stark. You know, he's he's very rich. Um, the B version of Tony Stark. The B version. Yeah. He also does. That's military. a generous way. Yeah. B, of saying he, it. he does military um, weapons. Like, Tony just, he doesn't do it as well. Yeah, and it's not really, like, above the table as well. Like, you know, he will find any way to get, you know, his... His His products out there, yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Um, And then finally, you have um, the guy who plays Whiplash, Mickey Rourke. He comes in with a very strong and thick Russian accent, if I might add. Yes, he does. Um, So, Craig... I so I watched that movie last night. Fresh in your memory. And I watched um, uh, Captain America last oh, night. Okay, the first Avenger. And we'll get to that, guys. Don't worry. And I watched Thor today. Woo! So Marvel marathon. 
And so, yeah, so uh, I'm trying to keep everything in my head. Yeah, straight. compartmentalize, Chris, yeah. compartmentalize. Um, so starting off uh, with the movie, I think the movie yeah. kind of sets up in a great way. I mean, obviously there are some things that happen. I mean, like we're not going to go second by second here. I mean, we generally do like an overview. But with this one, I think the main thing to kind of hit on, which is super important, is that while, um, what is Rourke's character's name? Whiplash? Whiplash. Whiplash um, his dad dies, and his dad worked with um, Howard Stark, and somewhat kind of with S.H.I.E.L.D. Essentially was like, nope, you gotta get out of here, you know, Howard, and so he, his dad sold information to the Soviet Union, you know, and they were like, you know, no, you got to get out of here. And um, so he, and then the Soviet Union was like, um, yeah, we don't know who he is. And so he kind of just lived out his life kind of a little bit in exile there. And so his son, uh, Whiplash, uh, Mickey Rourke's character, um, sees his dad die and is, you know, very upset about it. And essentially wants to get back at Tony. Very, very personal. Yes. Yeah. But um, where it starts off, so that's, that's, that's Mickey Rourke's kind of like backstory, backstory for his character. setting the stage. What's the going villain. on with Iron Man right now is that it's six months, essentially, I think it's like six months to a year. Well, it's actually, yeah, about six months after Iron Man. Yeah. You know, like he announces that I'm Iron Man. Blah, Deals blah, with blah, the blah, fallout blah. of that. And so essentially what happens then is everybody's like, oh, okay, so you have this amazing suit that you're kind of like policing the world a little bit. And then the U.S. government's like, um, you essentially have a suit that can destroy a lot of military technology and we want our hands on it. Right. You got to give it to us. Yeah, because we don't think it's safe in your hands. Yeah. And for the sake of the of the people of the U.S., you should give it to us. And Tony essentially goes to a court hearing um, and says, no, that's my property. You're not getting it. Right. Um, yeah. I just got to cringe because I remember watching that scene, you know, when they were trying to figure out or they were trying to build their own, yeah. like, Iron Man suit. And then I just re remember that guy in, like, the crude version. And then, like, he was trying to turn. Yeah. And then, like, the, the mecha suit that he was wearing just, like, twisted too fast, like, completely just, you know, split his spine. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. oh, man. Yeah, so it was... It was rough. Yeah, just that. because Tony, he's such a, uh, he's such an engineering genius that for him to be able to create that in some third world bunker, you know, with minimal supplies, like they even brought that up in the hearing. It's like, yeah. how did Tony Stark do this, you know, when he was captured by terrorists with this kind of, with, with these limited supplies and yet, you know, some of the best um, defense um, departments in the world cannot create that yeah. for their own. So like they, they're just, th their mind is blown and then that's why they're reaching out to Tony because well, no one else in the world can build something as effective and as safe um, for the for the person wearing it yeah. as Tony. Yeah, so I think, um, so, that's, so that's kind of one of the back stories of this movie. Another back story of this movie is that essentially the uh, arc reactor that Tony made is killing him. Yep. Got to throw that and spice things up a bit. And so that plays another part, which plays a role in future movies. He essentially hands things over to Pepper Potts and makes her the CEO yep. of Stark Industries. And so that's kind of a weird situation. Well, then they bring on this person from legal to essentially make that transition happen, which enter in Natasha Romanoff, a.k.a. Natalie. Yes, and one of her many hair haircut um, changes throughout the whole film because like it seems like every film that she's in she has a different she has a different haircut hairstyle. yeah yeah um, and for me I don't know which one you like the most but it's not this one in this movie um, not my favorite so like that one so that comes up and so there's that whole thing and nobody kind of knows who Natalie is I mean Tony says all the time like I just can't get a read on you. What kind of, you know, who are you and all that stuff. And of course he finds her attractive. Yeah, I like my, <laughs> so in the um, scene with the kickboxing or whatever it is, to me it's funny because 
John Favreau was actually in Friends, and when he was dating oh. Monica, he had like full circle. He had like become the best in this in like the business world, and so he wanted yep. to take it to like the physical realm. So he tries to train to become a UFC ultimate fight. fighting champion, and just gets its gets its butt whooped multiple times. At one yes. point, he has a full size cast on, <laughs> and so Monica's like, "Yeah, no, uh, if you got it. You got it to stop." And he's like. Well, you're ch- asking me to change who I am, so I'm not doing it. So it's kind of funny that like he gets his butt, butt whooped again. Yep, I know. And in in I'm, this movie, I'm, I'm I'm wondering if he wanted to be in that scene. Like he's like, hey, you know, can I please like just yeah. be in this scene? I think it'd be a cool like nod to friends. If it was unintentional, well, it was one of the better uh, unintentional things that did happen. But you're right. It was it was a really cool thing knowing yeah. that you know, in his past um, selection of work that. That, that, that to me kind of was like one of those like kind of, I saw the movie and I was like, oh, that's awesome. You know, I, you know, watched it again. I was like, that was awesome. But then it, you know, brought my brain back to the Friends episode. Um, but during that, so after Natalie, Natasha <laughs> Romanoff, yes. Scarlett Johansson, sorry. With the long curly hair. Um, essentially kicks his butt. And then she walks out, and Tony looks at Pepper Potts and says, "I want one." And she's like, "No." <laughs> and to- and Pepper Pepper Potts is essentially kind of you know like, yeah, I know she's attractive, like I'm still here, kind of thing. Right. Exactly. So it's one of those things. But then they eventually become like you know close and all that yeah, stuff. It's like so. one of those memes, or like that meme you know when you have the boyfriend holding. Um, the hand of his girlfriend, but he's looking behind yes. his other girl. Yes. You know, like Tony's holding the hand of Pepper, but yet he's like, "Ooh, Natalie." Yes. This new girl. Okay. So there's so that happens, and then um, eventually, what happens is they're in. Is it what country is it? Is it? Is that Greece? Are they in Greece? It's the one with. It could be Monaco. Right, Monaco? with the racetrack. Yeah, I think it's yeah. Monaco. I think it's Monaco. So they're there, and Tony owns this racing company. So he essentially is like, "Hey, get out of the car. I'm driving." And when you own it, you can say that. So he gets in. Obviously, Pepper Potts is not happy about that because it's like you're not a NASCAR. It wasn't and this NASCAR. is a death it was, a, it was a, it wasn't a NASCAR. It was a, was a Formula, Formula One. One. Yeah, yeah, Formula One racing. And she's like freaking out. Blah 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 blah. Well. Unbeknownst to them, Whiplash um, has been making his own arc reactor, working on trying to do all this stuff. So he's driving. Eventually, he steps into the middle of the track and starts like cutting cars in half. That was a pretty epic, you know, way to um, you know show off his power for the first time. Yeah. So he, so that was really cool. I liked that scene. <clears throat> it there are moments in movies where it's like almost this is like they're trying to be funny but it comes across across as somewhat like this is dumb like you're not really being funny to me like so when they're in the car and they hit uh whiplash uh so happy and pepper pots are in the car to drive the suit over to tony well, they hit Whiplash against the, one of the walls, and they keep ramming him, and well, Whiplash had cut one of the doors in half, uh, and so like, Pepper Potts are trying to get it out, but they go back and forth and back, and she keeps trying to get it in and out, and he's like, just give me the suitcase! And it's just back and forth, and I'm like, it's, it's funny, but it's not good funny. Right. So it, it did, that didn't really work for me, but I mean, overall, I thought the scene was really cool. Um, yeah, I thought it was pretty good, that scene. Yeah. What do you think? Agreed. Yeah, I mean, don't mean to backtrack, but I really do like how this sequel is bringing in more of the real-world consequences or just how easily the quote-unquote like mob mentality is to Tony's situation. That he literally has like the power of a god. You know, mm-hmm. he's superpower. Like, no one can really stand up to him and yep. come away victorious if Tony were to, you know, flip the switch and, you know, become evil. Yeah. So I really do like that there's that tension and um, 
sort of fear in the air mm. um, that then brought you know brings Tony to you know to see if there might be a way for um, there to be like a checks and balances. Yeah. I really I really did like that part of the movie. Um, of course, you know I do like drama and twists. So when you put more um, personal, um, I guess values at at stake mm -hmm. um it also is you know just makes for a really good movie and up to that point with the race in monaco i was digging the movie really good up into so like you, you didn't like that race um no it's like it's just what happens after is sort of just like it sort of kind of went down yeah it's like it, it decelerates for me a little bit I like that. Decelerates. Like yeah, yeah. You like that? Formula One racing. Ah, ah, ooh, eh. ooh, 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 ooh. All right. We do funny here on this podcast. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> good times. Yeah. Mm, that's good pie. That's good pie. Great pie. Yeah. Crock. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, at, so when that happens, in the we're kind of doing like a, a walkthrough of the movie, and we're trying to explain it. Right. So when that happens. It's very important that Whiplash did that, and he built that arc reactor, and he had the technology to make the essential, essentially like that Whiplash. The reason why it's important is because previously Tony, when he was in the courtroom, he had Don Cheadle's character um, sit with him and attest for him, like, "Hey, <clears throat> nobody's gonna have this technology for at least 10 to 20 years." Right, and then they showed videos of people trying to make it, and it's like not working. He's like, "See what I'm saying?" Back to it's, my nightmare scene where it's just yeah. like gives me the cringes. It's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. And then literally, they a day later when he's there, somebody builds has an arc reactor and using the exact same Witnesses. technology. Yeah. And so that essentially propulses you know Don Cheadle's character um, to be like, "I stuck my neck out for you." And now this you, happened. Yeah, and you told everybody 10 years minimum before anybody else had this technology, and it hasn't even been 24 hours yet. And somebody comes out and has the same thing, essentially. Maybe not like the suit, but they have the technology to do something that you can do. And so that's when he's like, you need to give this over to the government. Right. Like, this isn't a joke anymore. We need more protection for situations like this. And so Tony, obviously, still being Tony, does not want to give it up. And I, I get it. Like, rightfully, that's his inf That's his technology. That's essentially his... I mean, his invention. That's you know? his invention. And it's, it's like, he doesn't want to give that up to anybody else. He should have the right to what he does with his technology to an extent. And so, like, he knows that he's dying through this process. While he's handing over the company to Pepper Potts, he creates. He has this huge party up at his loft. And, you know, people are all there. It's a little crunky. It's yeah. a little crazy. And so, eventually, Cheeto's character. I forgot. I always forget what his name is. What is his name? Rody. Rody. Gosh, I always forget his name. Rody. But Rody ends up going down and getting the Mark II, and he sent because like Robert Downey Jr.'s character Tony Stark is in the Iron Man suit during this party and eventually all yeah. the, all these girls who are drunk and just doing dumb stuff they're throwing stuff into the air and Tony's like blasting them blasting it into the air and you know Rhodey's like this is dangerous you're in a small contained area with right. a bunch of people yeah and I mean it, it was a huge down point in Tony's life because like you said you know he's dying and I think he sort of came to grips with it he's like you know what I don't care anymore you know, nothing's gonna stop me from dying, and you know he he thinks that it's gonna be sooner rather than later. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, he just did it in true you know Tony fashion, just mm -hmm. went all out and just didn't care. And it really, again, shows that sort of fall of a superhero. But of course, you know later on he picks himself back up. But I think that also makes you feel for and admire and love the character even more when they're able to pick themselves up after going through such a dark whirlpool, you know? Yeah, and so um, Rhodey get, puts on the Mark II him and Tony fight in the Iron Man suit. That's right, yep. And eventually Rhodey gets away and previous to this happening, 
So after the Monaco situation, and then you have the, you know, Mark II Brody versus Iron Man. Drunk Iron Man Tony. <laughs> so before that, in the middle, Whiplash actually gets, you know, hijacked out of prison because they catch him, obviously. They, you know, get hijacked out of prison, and it just so happens to be... The B version of Tony Stark. Exactly. And what's his name again? Justin Hammer. Hammer. Hammer Industries. Yeah. yeah. It's hammer time. <laughs> do, 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 do. We don't have the pants, though. Can't touch us. Oh, I wish we did. Dude, that'd be pretty sick. Oh, that'd be awesome. Those just... shiny... What are they? Gold. Gold pants. Yeah. Yeah, like the genie pants. Yeah. Genie pants. I'm just thinking about us with those pants on. That'd be pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. Comment Woo. below, people, if we need to buy these. Yes, and please let us know if you want to see us in those shiny gold pants. Because yes, we'll happily put them on. Dude, you don't... I don't even have to do that for YouTube to do that. I, <laughs> I, if I had a pair of pants, I'd be freaking wearing them all the time. All the time. You wouldn't, we wouldn't get Chris to take them off. Yeah, pretty much. Like I'd be going to work in that. And they'd be like, what up? And I'd be like, yeah, what's up? You can't touch this. Yeah. Hey. So, uh, where were we? We were talking about... Oh, yes, so... Hammer. <laughs> Justin Hammer. <laughs> Justin Hammer's um, character springs Whiplash out, gets him out, and he's like, Hey, yep. here's the thing. I saw what you did. Um, that's awesome. I'm on your side. I want you to make me those suits. You make me those suits, and I will give you, give you anything you want, all this stuff, blah, 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 blah. I'm giving you your freedom. Um, so that's kind of what's going on behind the scenes that nobody else really knows about that Hammer's using Whiplash's knowledge and technique to build the suits that he doesn't have the technology for or the capability of at this point. Yeah. And then after that, that's when the fight with Tony and Iron Man happened. Tony and War Machine? To or? Tony and War Machine. He's going to be called. War well, Machine. he will be. Technically, he has the Mark II on right yeah. now. So they get into their fight. Uh, Rhodey leaves with it and so that happens and people like are kind of thinking like well what happened how did you know he beat you and get away and even um, Natalie's character when because eventually you know Tony's in like a complete lull he's like you know whatever I don't care take the suit all this stuff and that's when Nick Fury you know eventually is like hey what's going on and all this stuff and he's like hey he, Tony's like you know Rhodey he got away I just couldn't stop him and then now he's like you have systems in place that have would stop him from even activating the suit so you, you kind of just let him up and walk away with it and Tony didn't really say much to that except for right. yeah and that was that was a part where he's eating the donut in the big donut right? yes yep at the donut shop there yeah. you go yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Classic. I like a good donut, that's for sure. I, uh, to be honest, yeah. um, custard-filled donuts, okay, jelly-filled donuts, and then I would have to go with maple donuts. Oh, maple donuts. Maybe we sprinkle some like bacon bits on top to get that savory sweetness no, 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 action no, 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 going. No, 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 You don't, you don't put bacon bits on top of donuts. You have a separate tray. Oh, on the side. Okay, people, let's just stop here for a second. Listen here. If you have bacon. Don't bits, don't do like crumbles. Here's your food. So if you have a salad, salad, bacon, that's all you need, okay? Listen, don't take greatness and make it smaller and just have little tiny, like what essentially equates to one piece of bacon. Have your <laughs> food, have a separate tray of bacon. If there's one thing you get from this podcast, separate plate or tray of bacon. With anything that requires bacon. But see, bacon goes good with literally everything. Sure, you can have it on a side, but it's so much better when you put it on the other food. So why if so if bacon goes with everything, yeah. don't put it on something. Eat that and then have bacon. Put it together because it's all going down in the same place. Okay, but That's here's okay, here's my argument to that. If we will get back to this. But I got to make this point. This is important though. Bacon is important. This is going to happen now. Um, so listen, if I'm having um, steak and then I have some really good mashed potatoes, 
I'm not putting mashed potatoes on top of my steak. Right, that's a great point because it's not bacon. Yeah, so if but I- But, look at this. Put bacon on your, your steak or your sirloin. Whoa, bacon wrapped sirloin. Who doesn't love that? Bacon, okay, never mind. Um, <laughs> so all I'm trying to say, folks, bacon's great, bacon's amazing. I mean, it's one of Ron Swanson's favorite foods. I knew you were gonna bring him into this. So I knew you were gonna bring him into this. Okay, Ron Swanson is my spirit animal. It's as simple as that. So we're gonna get Mine's back. an otter. Okay, so we're gonna get back <laughs> to Iron Man. Um, but like, comment, subscribe, and specifically comment if you want us to talk about bacon some more. Yeah. Because I have a lot of thoughts. Yeah, well, I mean, hopefully that they're already bacon for more. Ah. Get it? Begging for more, bacon for more. Yeah, 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 yeah. I should yeah. just have like a drum set off on my side, just doing rim shots. No, that would go Getting bad. Getting ready. Um, maybe we'll make a tray of bacon. We should just have <gasps> bacon here and then eat it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that would be the best. Okay, next episode, right here. Oh my god. I, I actually have a Toy Story um, bacon tray. I kid you not. <laughs> I am so hungry right now for some bacon. <laughs> After this episode, we're going to the gas station. We're picking up bacon, and I'm making yes. it. Yes. Oh, here we go. Okay. So, um, eventually, you know, Nick Fury and Natalie are talking to him, and Nick Fury's like, hey, I see that you're sick here. Um, why why haven't you been able to fix that? And then Tony's like, I have, you, I have conceived every concoction with every single known element that we have, and I cannot come up with an option here. And then... You know, Nick Fury eventually is like, hey, yo, uh, I've known your dad for a while. He said that you would know a way to come up with anything and in the future, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And then he says, where's my super suit? Oh, wait, wrong movie. Sorry. Gosh. So. Sorry about that. That happens. Eventually, Tony kind of has like a... Um, like a moment of realization. Re revelation? Yeah. Um... And so he goes to talk to Pepper Potts and say, I'm sorry, blah, 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 blah. And he, well, what happens is his dad has a bunch of these old recordings that they did for the, uh, the Stark Expo. And so he's watching them, trying to figure out, like, what is this thing? What is this thing? He has no idea. He goes to see Pepper Potts, tries to go and apologize. Doesn't go so well because <laughs> uh, it's Tony. Yeah. He's not good at apologizing. But then he ends up pulling. He ends up getting all like this actual like essentially what amounts to like a full size table model of the ex like what Tony was doing. Essentially what what Walt did with like um, dioramas, dioramas for, and for Epcot, for, and, for Epcot and stuff like that. That's essentially what Howard Stark did. And so Tony sees it. He takes it. He drives it back home, which, by the way, would not have worked in the movie. These things were like seven or eight feet tall. I know I didn't make any sense, but I'm like, and then you know it's what? sitting like almost straight up in his. And he's booking. He's yeah, booking in his convertible Audi. Those things would have flown out. Yeah. Okay. Regardless, physics don't apply in Marvel movies, apparently. But somehow they try to explain it all the time. <laughs> You're right. They do. I think they just keep saying it so fast and they use big words that people are like. Hey, yeah, okay, sure. Yeah, like, that's, that's just generally how to keep it rolling. Generally, that's how you can make most people be quiet. Just use a lot of big words. And speak and, really fast. And speak really fast. And people are like, okay. And then they generally just don't want to talk to you. My way of doing it is just be so annoying that they don't talk to you normally. Right. So that's kind of a win-win. Yeah. Because I can use big words and be annoying. There you go. See? That's his superpower, folks. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that happens. He gets the that going on and then we find out that um uh, whiplash is making the suits f suits for uh hammer and it's not actually a suit they're drones and hammer's like i wanted suits why why am i not getting suits i suits i busted you out for <laughs> suits you sure. give me suits i gave you freedom and i gave you a bird yeah I kept saying i want my bird so I gave you that, now give me the suits. Didn't get that, um, got your own, so he's like, okay, well, I'm gonna trust you, and these better work at the expo. So that whole situation is going on over there, and so Tony ends up finding this uh, diorama, whatever table thing, and 
he f eventually finds out that there's like, oh, this thing kind of looks like a molecule. And it's like, here are the atoms and the neutrons. And he essentially 3D images it on his, with Jarvis. And he breaks apart everything, does some weird, you know, stuff with it. And then he finds out like, oh, this is the middle of a, a molecule. And essentially rips it apart. And so he creates, essentially what comes down to, I forgot what the technical e equipment thing is called, but, but essentially it rips apart, you know, the uh, molecule. I think it's fission. Is it? Yeah, because fusion, I think, is when you bring it together. Fission is taking it. It's like the opposite. Yeah. It's anti-fusion. So and Fission. It, and so that's... Is that true? Yes. And, th I mean, that is all a Greg fact, but it's also, a, like, a true fact. So I'm guessing... But that's what that actual tunnel tube thing is that he made. It was like he essentially was ripping it apart or doing something with it. But he created his own new element, which was to replace the arc reactor to help him be, right. get better and heal right. better. Breakthrough. Um, so that happens. Um, the expos. Then we move to the expo. Hammer is showing off all these new suits. He's like, "Oh, here's the navy. Here's the army, marines, right? Air force, all that stuff. The whole gamut. Yep. And then Tony. And then then he has a war machine, which is he's like, "Oh, uh, you know, Brody essentially is um, controlling." And Tony shows up, comes down, and everybody is, you know, like super happy and all that stuff. Well, Whiplash in the background is controlling all these drones and Rhodey's suit, War Machine. Oof. And they all start going after Tony. There's big fights going on, blah, 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 blah. Eventually, Natasha ends up hacking into the system makes it so that war machine you know roadie can control the suit again she's she's much more than just a pretty face and so that happened after that war machine iron man they started taking down all the droids and then the droids, the droids. get a little star wars lexicon in there well they're droids they're drones 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 droids drones drones they are drones. Yeah, right? droids. They're, they're not droids. They're not droids. They're, they're not, drones. They're not dro droids <laughs> from Star Wars, and that, and they're not androids from Dragon Ball Z. So um, they're drones. Drones. <laughs> drones. Why do I keep saying droids? I don't know, but droids. It's a really fun word to say. If you say it too much, it sort of loses meaning, and it feels weird on your mouth. It's sort of like a lot of words if you keep repeating it. Have you ever like seen the bacon? 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 No. For some reason, bacon just always seems right and makes Bacon sense. always sounds good. There's never <laughs> a point where I can say bacon too many times and it doesn't sound good. True. Have you ever seen the How I Met Your Mother episode when uh, Ted kind of has that same thing? He's like, anything sounds weird if you say it enough. And he's like, bowl. 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 <laughs> he just keeps going. I think it's pretty funny. Uh, getting back to what I was saying. And then Whiplash comes up with this new Iron Man suit that he comes up with. Obviously nowhere near as sleek or no. anything like that no but you know big gigantic suit has the whiplash things going on still with has the, the ability to do some tremendous damage so yeah. don't want to overlook that eventually uh war machine and iron man they shoot blasters at each other and then it blows up right in front of there you go blasters yeah. again it's like a star wars reference <laughs> episode <laughs> i don't know what's going on man things happening man things happening <laughs> and so that eventually happens, and War Machine, Rhodey's like, hey, I'm going to take the suit. And then whatever's going on with that. And that essentially is pretty much the whole movie. Yeah. It's like Tony coming back, you know, to life, literally, because he was able to make a breakthrough to save his skin. Um, and then, you know, just develop the arc reactor further, um, as well as, you know, figured out that, well, if we do essentially militarize this technology um it is bound to go wrong and tony is the only person who can have control and should have control of this technology yep and so again a huge realization um on the u.s government and of course you know justin hammer is just being a being, being a jerk the whole the whole movie so he definitely got what what uh what was coming to him what he deserved that was true so Craig, yeah, that was kind of a long run through of the movie. Um, what did you think about it as a whole? 
So, of course... Ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry. I'm just... I didn't mean to cut you off, but I needed to get a drink, so I don't mean to be rude. How dare you cut me off? Okay, go ahead, Greg. Uh, this is going to be really good, guys. No, sorry. <laughs> Seriously, go ahead. Is it, is it bacon flavored? No, it's not bacon flavored. It should be bacon flavored. I'm sorry. They should create a bacon flavored energy drink. Yeah. Dude, that'd be... I'd have a heart attack in two days. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, seriously though. Okay, okay. The movie. Yes, you were friendly. So not I, sponsored by Monster. Yeah, right. Yeah, we're not sponsoring that. Um, but I am sponsoring Iron Man too. It, it it was a good movie for me. Um, not as good as the first. Of course, you have that whole dilemma, that stereotype of oh, the sequels never match up to the original, and I think that was the case. Mm-hmm. Um, still a good movie. I do like that they did a good job at continuing the storyline and adding in new twists and again just the real life application of well what if a a billionaire engineer ended up creating this huge mecha suit mm-hmm. you know what how would the world react so and then of course by this time you know chronologically speaking we really haven't um, talked about or seen any other Marvel superheroes yet so well yeah I mean well. I mean, with Natalie or Natasha, she's not really... I don't consider her... I was, I was talking about the Hulk, because technically speaking... Oh, well, true. I mean, but again, just like in this Marvel universe... Well, he's part of that universe. I know, but still, though, we're... Like we said, Bruce Banner is... is uh, sorry, um, Mark Ruffalo's version is that Hulk. Yeah. With In that MCU, and I, I think of Edward Norton's as like a standalone that's different. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, not in a shared universe... But yeah, I mean, overall, it's it's good. It, I forgot to rank or or rate, I should say, Iron Man one. Um, I I would give it a nine out of ten. Well, you said that last time. Good. Okay, then I'm I'm glad that it matches up. Yeah, there we go. Uh, for Iron Man two, <laughs> you're right. It's coming back to me. Um, for Iron Man two, I would give it a solid six. Okay. I'd say. Um. How about you? I. This movie was when I first saw it. There were parts that I liked. It was a little bit of a letdown for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it did not like wow me like the first one did. But then again, nobody saw anything kind of like Iron Man before, and so I would say bringing in new characters was great. Um, to me, like Whiplash, lackluster to me as a villain. Hammer, just a whiny, spoiled guy. Yep. And then, I mean, Rhodey's interaction with Tony, and I just, it just felt very, like, almost like a kind of a stupid, weak point. Almost. Yeah, I just, I didn't, I don't know. Uh, I, I feel like there was too much lacking for me in this movie that I wouldn't consider it that great out of a lot of the movies. Um, it's probably probably near the lower of my list. Um, but for me personally, I mean, this is where I disagree with you. I don't think the real life application is eh to me. It's just eh. Okay. I'm like, okay, so we're dealing with kind of the same situations that could happen in this world in some issues, specifically with the political thing of Tony's situation of like, right. hey, you have this insane technology that nobody else can really touch. Mm-hmm. You need to give it to the government so we can protect right. ourselves from other people. Right. I mean, can I mention that that situation was propagated by Tony because Tony was the one that said, hey, I'm going to tell the world that I'm this Iron Man, which I think sort of goes against usually what superheroes do. Like they want to keep it a secret, especially like, you know, the, the alter ego. So again, that was fresh and new. Uh, to see that in a movie that he actually you know proclaimed that but then again it's just the consequences of that so yeah I get it's the consequences of that but what I'm trying to say is like to me it's one of those things where well okay because this is where it's almost a similar ethical question that comes up in in um oh my gosh Avengers 2, Age of Ultron. No, 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 Okay, 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 Captain America, Civil War. Mm, yep. Because okay. that is See, after... I was, I was thinking that about was that, That was after too. 
that was after Avengers 2 Age of Ultron where essentially they dropped the whole city of Sokovia and tons and tons of people die and in Civil War it's very much the ethical question of you guys have all these powers and nobody's keeping you in check free reign or government control yeah yeah which that's a different question of you have a certain natural powers or certain powers are you allowed to do whatever you want with the powers versus you have this technology give it to us so we own it and you don't have any rights to it there's a difference true there's a, That's a good point. there's a similarity there's an underlying thread those two things like are somewhat correlated, yeah but i would say the fact that it's tony's technology he does not have to give that to anybody no no. That's his right to. As long right. as he's not doing harm intentionally to people with it in a bad way, then it's like, okay, you are fine. The difference with um, the effects of the Sokovia issues, and that's why they had the Sokovia trials or the Sokovia Peace Accord or whatever the case was, it was called, was specifically, even forget Tony for a second. I mean, you have, well, actually, you have, well, Thor and the Hulk were gone, because, I mean, those two are, like, the biggest hitters, right? But, like, you have Captain America, you have, like, all these guys who, in some cases, are very, very strong characters, like, fighting each other on the philosophy or the ethics of, are you going to tell me what to do? with my powers like i'm subject to you and i'm pretty much your little errand boy when you want me to do something that's right or wrong right and then that leaves this is okay we got to stop because this is going to turn into a whole different discussion right and we can keep going we can keep going on this because we will get in this when we get into civil war yes my here's my thing i get where you're coming from tony set himself up for that because he announced what who he was right but at the same time, just because I say I am this does not mean I owe you something. True. Right, yeah. So that's where I, I, I get very hesitant about that idea of like, so if somebody, so like with Disney, like if they come up with the technology, do they owe that technology to everybody else? No, they just make it available to those who want to pay for it. Or pay for Capitalism it. Capitalism smashing. So, but like, but that's fine because it's like when he, he they created animatronics that was amazing technology for that day well other people know how to make animatronics now yeah it was just they were they were the first they were, they were the, the first leading edge yeah and and walt did not owe anybody that now i understand there's a difference between an animatronic and a machine that could destroy a tank yeah yeah like, I, I i get the difference there it still comes back to you can't demand somebody give something up when they haven't given you a reason that they've used it for evil. Right, yeah. It's just, again, it's just their their fear of the unknown or fear of it being so different and sort of out of the box that they didn't even think this, this was possible. Yeah. That is what why, or that is why it led them to want that from Tony. Yeah, well, and they wanted the U.S. government wanted it because they wanted to protect themselves. Yeah. But the problem is, when you give that kind of technology to a bunch of people that can make choices with that technology, it's it's very dangerous. Yeah, it, it changes the scales, and then it makes it either well less valuable, but all the more dangerous because you have everybody and. They're not afraid of anything just because, well, if they attack first, they can like wipe everything out. But again, the other people will have the same, so it'll be like this huge world war. It's, it's such it's, again, it'll just it just blows everything out of proportion. So so I don't know. I I I, I don't really like the real world perspective okay. on this movie. I can respect that. To me, it just turns this movie and it just it almost makes it like, dude, I don't really care about getting into this. That's why personally. The next movie we're going to talk about, I, I really like in a lot of ways, but it's really the following movie that we're going to talk about that I'm super excited about. Okay. And like a bunch of other things. I like that fantasy big, like, oh my gosh, 
like that's why I liked Harry Potter. That's why I liked you know Marvel. There are a lot of different things that I like. I felt like Iron Man two turned too much of it into a like there was that underlying like we have a super villain that Tony has to fight, but it was very much accused the political aspect of it. Yeah. I don't, know. I don't know. Because, like, you know, especially when they watch, when people watch superhero movies, they sort of want to dispend belief. They just want to have fun. Like you said, go into that fantasy world or yeah. science fiction world. Whereas this movie sort of straddled that line with the real world because they kept that in and maybe made that more of the focus, you know, mm-hmm. for the entirety of the movie. So, in that regard, I do agree with you that, that it did get a little old where I wanted it to be more fantastical. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, any characters stick out to you that uh, as great? I did like the addition of Natasha Romanoff. I yeah. thought that was a good way they brought in her character. Um, and even though uh, Justin Hammer, you know, he was the guy you know to be despised and not the one to root after. I do like Sam Rockwell, and I think he did a really good portrayal yeah. of Justin Hammer. So those two, I really do like. And of course, it goes without saying Robert Downey Jr. is Iron Man. How about you? Um, I think uh, Scarlett Johansson's Natasha Romanoff uh, was a very good addition. I think the way she played off that character was very, very good. Yeah, um, good starting point. I like Nick Fury's interaction with Tony. I, I he I just like how Nick Fury so like doesn't care about Tony's smart so no, wits. He's yeah. just very much like, I don't really care. And it doesn't get under his skin. No. I like at one point he's like, yeah, he essentially is like, believe it or not, you're not the center of my universe. Yeah. And it's like, I don't want to be dealing with you with you right now, Tony. I have other things to deal with. So it's like, I, I like that Nick Fury is very much like, listen, I'm willing to help you, but I don't want to deal with you. And you might be smart and rich and all that stuff. I don't freaking care. <laughs> like I, so I like that a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. But he still is a mentor and leader. For yes. In a way. So it's not like he's just like one of those like jerk bosses who is like a prick just because he's the boss. Yeah. It's like, oh, because I said so and doesn't really give yeah. a good reason. Nick yeah. Fury always has stuff to back up his decisions. Yeah. Um, so, Greg, as we wrap up today. Yeah. Um, one out of ten for this movie. Six. Six. I would give it maybe a four. Okay. N- definitely not anywhere near my highs for right. a lot of the other Marvel movies. All right. Sounds good. Um, but it's whatever. So out of all the Marvel movies. Out of the, what, 27, I think, right now? No, there's not that many, is there? 22? I don't know. I know, I know it's in the 20s. So what I mean, like, would you put in the bottom five, middle, definitely not in the top five. I'd put it in the bottom. Yep, me too. Bottom. Like yep, I, I bottom. this there's, one is this one's forgettable for me. Yep, and there are so many others that are better than Iron Man two. And even though I'm giving it a six, there's a lot more. There are a lot more. Well, movies you're there. giving it a six based off of the movie credentials. It get isolated towards itself. Exactly. See, yep. yeah. So it's weighted. A certain way. Overall, I thought the movie was um, a four by itself, isolated. Um, in the scheme of all the Marvel movies, for you know this whole set for ten years, it's it's, it's forgettable to me. Yep. It's if I never see that movie again, I don't care. To yeah. be honest with you, like there, like I will watch a lot of other movies. Forget Marvel for a second. There would be a lot of other movies that I would watch over that one again. Same. Um, so, yeah, it wasn't too bad. So, right. Greg, we're going to wrap up here today. That's it right. It was uh, great having this discussion. Um, where can they find us? Yes, you can find us on all of the social medias. Of course, YouTube. You're Hopefully, you're watching that as well. Uh, but on Facebook, you can find us, uh, My Disney Addiction Podcast. Twitter, our handle is at My Disney Addicts. And Instagram, gram it up with My underscore Disney underscore Addiction underscore Podcast. And is there another way that uh, our our followers, our listeners, and viewers can uh, reach out to us? 
I don't know. You named all of them, didn't you? Yes. Well, I mean, also, if you're interested in in seeing if, if you want to be a part of oh, that's know, the, the podcast. Yeah, we have a little, little you, segue there. Oh, there you go. There you uh-huh. go. We can you can uh, email us at my Disney Addiction Podcast. <laughs> I should have just you just kept go with for it. it. I should have just kept with it. yeah. So my Disney Addiction Podcast at gmail.com. If you want to write to us and uh, uh, e- even if you send us a quick little. Um, video or audio snippet of who you are, where you're from, and how long you've been a Disney addict. We will do our best to feature you in a future episode at the end. Yeah, I mean, if you guys email us, like even if you email us a response to this, um, or you know, message, like if you do something to try to interact with us, we, we'll try to interact with you, you know, through the social media accounts, whether that's Instagram, whatever the case right. is you know, interact with you on the chat on YouTube or potentially depending on how in depth you want to go with it. If you email us like out, we'll probably respond to your email live on the YouTube channel video. Yes. So like if you tell us, Hey, I don't agree with you about Iron Man two, and you email us, we'll uh, pull it up and we'll talk about it on the next oh, episode yeah. and be like, Hey, this is what uh, whoever said and interact with that a little bit yeah we we will not shy away in fact we want this to be an open community open discussion as Mm -hmm. as much as possible so if you are watching on youtube make sure to subscribe and hit that notification button as well as give us a big thumbs up uh so we can uh continue moving forward you know with Mm -hmm. these videos because this is another great added feature for you guys and we're really excited to be on youtube as well um, on you know Spotify, iTunes, wherever you listen to your podcast, make sure you write us a review and give us those five stars. That helps us out a lot as well. Other thing I want to mention, a couple things before we leave. Um, three things, actually. One, we're going to be starting kind of like a food-based thing on the YouTube channel. We still have to find time to record those. We're all busy. And my sister-in-law, who is very good at cooking and who is going to be pretty much the one who wanted to start doing that, um, she's in Florida right now. Um, so she is, and, and where in Florida is she? She's correct? actually in Lady Lake, uh, visiting uh, her uh, grandparents. So my wife's grandparents. Uh, okay. They live down there in the villages. But she's actually going to be going to the Flower and Garden Festival. Oh, I don't know which Epcot. day it is. Yeah, but uh, she's going to that. Um, her, her husband, her two kids, and then my mother-in-law and their grandparents are going to be going. So awesome. It's, it's going to be a good time. Very uh, cool. So the other thing too is. Um, we're going to be doing a Patreon account. We're going to be looking at setting that up. Um, we don't know exactly how we want to do it. We're still kind of in the works. Yeah. Um, but we will say there's going to be behind the scenes stuff there. There's going to be potential, potential other videos, uh, like Disney doses. So those are going to be like five to 10 minute little video clips of additional things that we want to talk about video on. Um, so we're kind of in the works of doing that right now. Still trying to figure out how we want to set it up. Um, but look forward to doing that as well. And then third, we are doing our giveaway this month. Um, the first ever. It's be awesome. First ever giveaway. Uh, we're going to do those once a month. And this month, we're going to be giving away something that we'll be linking in all of our media posts and everything like that. Eventually, what we're going to do is even at the end of this video, we'll have the picture of that just pop up for a quick second. Or right. we'll put a link in there, yep. whatever the case may be. Um, copyright laws so we can possibly put a link in the description below so you can see what that is and then the way to be entered in on Facebook Instagram Twitter you know YouTube whatever the case is if you share our video any of uh, our uh, not our video the picture or even our YouTube channel video yep and you have to take somebody else in it if you take somebody else in anything that we post whether the picture or specifically the video of what we're giving away then you'll be entered in to get that giveaway so if you take somebody in on facebook you know multiple times so you take your dad your mom your sister your brother every individual time you do that we'll go ahead and we will enter you in one more time so the more shares with different people that you do better chance at you getting that prize it's gonna be great it's gonna be great oh yeah it's exciting all right you guys it was a great time it was a fun discussion and we will look forward to speaking to you guys next week when we cover what captain america cap captain america oh the first avenger that's gonna be an awesome video it's gonna be great make sure to tune in 
And thank you for coming to your only place to get your Disney fix. That was a Titan Cast episode.